بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا We still discussing the hadith of Jibreel alayhi salam and his encounter with the Prophet alayhi salatu wassalam the famous hadith of Jibreel alayhi salatu wassalam and in which he asked the Prophet وسلم, about Islam, about Iman, about Ihsan and then we are still in the discussion relating or related to the matter of Salah particularly to the establishment of the Salah and its pillars and from the pillars of Salah is At-Tuma'neena, tranquility from the pillars of Salah is tranquility and this involves uh, steadiness and tranquility tranquility in standing and in ruku' in bowing and standing after ruku' al-qiyam ba'da ruku' in sujood in prostration and in the sitting between the two prostrations and in the rest of the pillars of Salah. This is based upon the hadith reported in Al-Bukhari and in Muslim from the hadith of Abi Hurairah concerning the man who came to the masjid and prayed then made salam Offered salam, greeted the Prophet with salam, and the Prophet returned the salam and said, Go, return, and go back and return, and, and do your salah, for indeed you didn't make the salah. Meaning, you didn't make the salah, that is sufficient. That is sufficient to be counted for you. So the man returned. Then he came and offered the salam to the Prophet ﷺ. And he said to him the same thing. He returned and prayed. But like his first prayer. Then he came again to the Prophet ﷺ. And greeted him with salam. And the Prophet ﷺ commanded him to return and do it rightfully so he said to the Prophet at this point by the one who has sent you with the truth لا أحسن غير هذا I can do better than this فعلمني so teach me uh, and this is the point of benefit from the fact that the Prophet did not teach him in the first time and but commanded him to return until he prayed three times in order uh, why to make him eager to learn uh, such that knowledge will come to him like the rain that comes from the sky on a uh, on a land dry and absorbs the water accepts the water and this reflects why he uh, swore 
that he can do better than what he did and, the, and ask the Prophet ﷺ to teach him and it's known that the Prophet ﷺ will teach him it's obvious he will but there is distinction between uh, something sought and something brought if the person who asks to know uh, especially when he asks to know about the matter then in this case he would be more uh, attentive and will hold to the knowledge firmly and preserve what will be uh, taught to him and if you compl- contemplate contemplate his his oath he made an oath by saying by the one who had sent you with the truth he didn't say by Allah why? in order for him to make it clear that he is confessing and attesting with certitude that what the Prophet ﷺ tells is the truth. So the Prophet ﷺ taught him and said to him, when you stand to offer the prayer, as-salah, فَأَسْبِغِ الْوُضُوءِ meaning make your wudu complete. Then direct yourself towards the qibla, so when you intend to make the salah, make the wudu complete, and direct yourself towards the qibla فكبر and then make takbir by saying Allahu Akbar Allah is greater and this takbir is known as takbirat al-ihram takbirat al-ihram then he sallallahu told him recite what you uh, may know uh, from the Quran and the, in the Sunnah now it's clear from other texts that it's a must for the believer in his prayer to recite Al-Fatiha this is incumbent mandatory then he told him make ruku'a until you are tranquil in, uh, in your core. until you achieve tranquility in your core. meaning don't rush don't hasten but be tranquil and steady listen now he said to him then afterwards you stand up until you achieve tranquility while standing up as you did in the Rukur that's why it is from the Sunnah that the Rukur and the Qiyam standing from Rukur be uh, close to each other in, uh, in terms uh, equivalent or close to each other in terms of the 
prolonging. And definitely included in this is the ruku' the tuma'nina. Then he said to him, from masjid, then prostrate, until you achieve tranquility while in prostration. Then from marfa, then lift yourself, meaning from prostration, until you achieve tranquility while sitting. This is the sitting between the two prostrations. Then from masjid, then again, make sujood, until you achieve uh, tranquility in your sujood. This is the second sujood. Then he told him, Then do all of this in your salah. And you do the same in all of your salah. Meaning do what? Do the qiyam, these pillars, the qiyam, the standing, the ruku' uh, lifting from ruku' Sujood, the julus bayna sajdatayn, sitting between the two prostrations, the second prostration in all of your salah. Do that. What's the point of evidence from this hadith? The point of evidence from this hadith related to our pillar we are discussing is, is, hatta tatma'in, until you attain tranquility. Until you attain tranquility. That's the point of evidence. That's the point of evidence from this hadith. And now we remember that the Prophet ﷺ, when he told him, you didn't do your salah and ordered him to redo the salah. This indicated that this indicates that the one who does not attain the tranquility of his salah, then there is no salah for him. And this is this is applicable in, as we mentioned, in the pillars of ruku'ah, qiyam after ruku'ah, all of that. Some of the scholars, rahimahumullah, may Allah's mercy be upon them, said, وَالْتُمَأْنِينَ Tranquility is achieved by attaining a steady a state sufficient, sufficient for the person to recite the obligated remembrance in the, in the pillar. So, for example, in the ruku' The tranquil state, okay, would be in as much as it take to say, Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim. Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim. This is in Rukun. And similarly in Sujood, but now, Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. What it takes to make this obligated remembrance in ruku' or in sujood. And with respect to the julus, what it takes to say, Rabbi between between the two prostrations. Oh my Lord, forgive me. 
and in the after the rising from Rukur in as much as it takes to say Rabbana walaka alhamd my Lord and to you is all the praise and so forth this is the opinion of some of the scholars rahimahumullah but what is apparent from the sunnah is that the tuma'neena tranquility is something beyond that and having to say that tuma'neena tranquility in as much as to say subhana rabbi al-azim in ruku' the effect of this is not apparent and if someone says Allahu Akbar Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim Now imagine now yourself in, in, in Salah And then now you are saying Allahu Akbar To go for Ruku' And then you follow that by Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim In your Ruku' Then you raise your head To stand for Qiyam Where is the Tuma'nina here? Where is the tranquility? Is it attained in this uh, in, in, in such a state? or in this procedure so what is apparent is that there should be tranquility in steadiness such that it would be if someone looks at this person he would say ah this person is in tranquility is this clear is this clear so it's beyond uh, the, the uh, first opinion, limiting it to say, Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim, and etc. And it's amazing, it's amazing the state of the son of Adam. How shaitan plays with him. There he is, standing before the hands of Allah Azza wa Jal conversing with Allah the Most High seeking means of nearness to Allah by His words and by praising Him and by dua but as if He is one He is what? He is being chased as if there is an enemy chasing Him running after Him seeing running away from Salah why? If you stand before the hands of the king of the kings of this world, he talks to you and you, you talk to him. If you stand two hours doing this with him, you will find it easy. Standing on your feet. And you don't move from rukur to sujood or to julus or to sitting. And you are pleased that this king talks to you even if it will take too long and how about when you are conversing with the Lord Allah who created you and sustained you and provided you you converse with him and you run in this way you hasten your salah in this way as if you are chased without tranquility nevertheless we know that shaitan is the enemy to man. Shaitan is the enemy to man. And the firm 
and wise and sensible believer is the one who takes shaitan as his enemy. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Fatir, verse 6. Thirty five Surely Shaitan is an enemy to you, so take treat him as an enemy. He only invites his Hizb, his followers, that they may become the dwellers of the blazing fire. We seek refuge in Allah from this. So it is incumbent upon the believer to work towards attaining the tranquility in his salah and that this should be manifested on his actions in salah and also on his sayings he knows what he says he knows the meaning of his remembrances and he knows that he is conversing with Allah so we should strive to attain this state of tranquility I ask Allah the most high to help us to do so. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam Wallahu ta'ala ala wa alam wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam wa taslima kathira